0: I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa.
1: Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Wiley from Botswana.
2: Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland.
0: I'm Lisa Breakno from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kivinji from Nairobi, Kenya.
1: I'm Viggy from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in
0: India.
2: I'm Brigitte Seipenstein from Vrucht,
0: the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK. And you're listening to Run with Coach Parry.
2: Welcome on to another edition of Run with Coach Perry. My name is Brad Brown. It's great to have you on board. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, on today's podcast, we are joined by another member of the Coach Parry Online Training Club. It's uh, like the inside circle. If you want to get on this podcast uh, and you want some one-on-one help, make sure you check out the Coach Parry Online Training Club. All you need to do is head over to coachperry.com forward slash join. Uh, that's where you can find out all the details. You can become part of one of the most supportive and interactive running communities uh, on the interwebs. Okay, go check it out. That's parry.com forward slash join. Uh, and today we're joined by Betty. Robbie, Lindsay Perry joining us as well to talk uh, Betty through what uh, she's struggling with. So that's all coming up in a moment, and another opportunity for you to win. Thanks to Biogen, all you need to do is let us know what your Biogen journey is, and you could win yourself three months' access to that Coach Perry Online Training Club. You can also win yourself a Biogen hamper. We've been following James Hobo Hobson's journey to the Ironman seventy point three in Durban uh, this year. It's been uh, a long process, and we've pretty much taken Hobo from couch uh, to race day. So if you want to follow. that, that journey If you've listened to the podcast for the first time and you want to see where hobbos come from, make sure you check out Biogen on social media. You can get all the details there. They've recorded a whole bunch of videos of hobbos' journey. Uh, it's incredible to see where he's come from and what he's been able to achieve. He's been working one on one with Lindsay uh, and a whole bunch of other uh, professionals as well and he's getting unbelievable results so uh, go check that out just look up Biogen on social media we'll announce today's winner at the back end of uh, the show and also don't forget your chance uh, to hop on to our last of the Tass online success seminars with comrades uh, this year we're going to be talking about race day management and how you can save yourself 20 minutes on race day the URL to get to is coachparry.com forward slash webinar that's where you can get all the details it's a great pleasure to welcome Betsy Rabi onto the podcast Betsy welcome Thank you, Brad. It's great to have you on. You're in Centurion. I'm in Cape Town as we record this. Lindsay's up in, in Joburg as well. Betsy, before we, we, we get into sort of answering some of your specific questions, tell me a little bit about, about you. How long have you how long have you been running? Um
0: okay, Brad, I'm, I'm Betsy. I'm thirty-seven years old and I started running, I would say, about two years ago, with a couple of ladies in Littleton, and um they introduced me to Marathon Running. But I would officially call myself a runner about you know, two years ago when I completed my first marathon, the Cape Town um, Marathon, and I was very, very chuffed when I passed the cricket captain, Graham Smith, and the, the rugby legend, Fran Chappino on the road. And I couldn't okay. <laughs> help thinking to myself, I was born to run. <laughs> So that, that was uh, super cool. And then a couple of months later, a friend of mine, Reiki, introduced me to um, Mr. Bruce Fordyce. And everybody knows if you are 15 minutes in the Comrades Giants presence, you can't help to put the Comrades Marathon on your bucket list. Um, so, yeah, I had the dream. I had the legs, the the hearts, and the muscles but I needed the experience and the plan. And who better than the official comrades coach, Lindsay Perry? So I joined the, the Lindsay Perry Forum. Oh, I,
2: yeah. I, I love it. What, what a cool story. And, and outside of running, you've, you've got a pretty hectic life as well. Uh, you're, you're a mom. You've, mm-hmm. got, you've got three kids. How do, how do you balance it?
0: Um, well, <laughs> uh, well, some days I don't, I must be honest. <laughs> but um, I, I me and my husband, we have a family business, which is quite demanding. And I have three little ones who's five and eight and 10 years old. But the thing about running, it really, it makes you strong for every area in your life. And it's, it's really, as well as it can be challenging and it, it, it pushes you to, to, um, shift your boundaries a bit. It also uh, brings a bit of freedom, you know, in a quite stressful life. It's, it's really, I love running. Yeah. Uh,
2: Betty, is this your first comrades that, that you're going for now?
0: Yes it is Brad, uh, it's my
2: first <laughs> Not not too long to go now, how are you feeling?
0: Uh, I must say I'm counting the sleeps and um, you know comrades is close when you're 10 year old is quoting coach Perry when she talks to her Lindsay and when she talks to her siblings and, um, when your son is looking for heels for you to run, when you're driving in the car, (laughs) you know, is around the corner, but I, I, um, I'm feeling confident. I'm, I'm blessed to, to, um, uh, Be on the forum and to get uh, information and to be accountable and um, you know be among runners with the same fears and the same we you know same ideas. But I must say that the closer the days, the the nerves the nerves are a bit (laughs) hectic, y'all.
2: I love it. What what a cool story, Lindsay. Let me bring bring you in here as well. You've got you've got Betty's sort of uh, training questionnaire that we send out for these calls and. Uh, there's a whole bunch of questions on there too. Your initial initial thoughts of where Betty is right now?
1: Yeah, she's in a in a good place. I mean, if we look at uh, Betty, if we look at your um your your runs, your your kind of PBs along the way, then you know you 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 should be coming in close to eleven hours. Um, maybe maybe under eleven hours is will be just a. a tad optimistic at this stage, but certainly not slower than 11.15 um, is really where I, I think you are on race day. And that, that should give you just a little bit of um, peace of mind that you, you know you shouldn't really be under too much pressure in the in the last 20 Ks. I mean, I know 45 minutes does feel, uh, I mean, 45 minutes Feel, doesn't feel like much when, when you're in those last 20Ks. But, but I, I don't think, you know, you, you shouldn't be under much pressure getting through cutoff points. Um, yeah. And it, it does look like you've prepared fairly well. You've been able to do reasonably consistently 45 to 60Ks a week. Um, so you've got good reason to be confident. And the fact that you do feel confident, I, I kind of, I think you, you know this. Um, you had a really nice two oceans. Mm. So that should also give you some really good confidence, and importantly, you haven't mentioned anywhere um, and certainly not while we've been chatting now any niggles or pains uh, obviously some some illness in in your house um, but so, so far not you and mm. and really being uninjured and healthy at the start line it it massively increases your your chances of, of finishing. Yeah, absolutely right. So, yeah. So, Betsy, you've got a couple of questions you wanted to ask me. Um, yes. so hopefully, you've got those in in front of you. Um, uh, yeah, please. let's let's get through get get through those. Um, okay.
0: So, yes. The the first one I want to ask you, uh, Coach Perry, is the um. You know, some days you miss a training run due to you know a little one getting sick or um a deadline at work that you have to finish. And I know that you're not supposed to play catch-up with runs that you've missed. But um, you still feel like, man, I have to make up, you know, for a run that you missed. How do you capitalize on training time that you've missed due to unforeseen um, circumstances? Or, you know, how do you don't feel that, you know, regret? <laughs> I don't know how to put a different job.
1: So, yeah, guilt, that you're not feeling guilty about missing um, uh, training or anxious that you, you're missing out on, on training and therefore not getting as fit as you possibly should. So, look, you are following um, the Sub-11 Comrades program, uh, which is a four-day-a-week program, and so it does allow for a bit more flexibility. So, you know, if something crops up on a day, it is possible to catch up a run on another day you just have to be a little bit careful how you do it. You know, if you if you miss um, your Monday run, for example, you don't want to now squeeze that in on a Friday because then you're going to be running Thursday, Friday, and then two massive runs on the weekend, and then the following Monday you're going to run again. So then that's five days in a row. Um, so you just want to be a little bit careful how you do catch it up. And, and if it ends up in that scenario then you, would, you could still probably do a run on the, on the Friday, but you don't want to catch up the full missed run, especially because that's the day that you, in particular, are doing your, your hill. So you definitely don't want to be running Thursday, hills, Friday, long run Saturday, long run Sunday, hills again Monday, because then you're going to risk injury. So there is some flexibility where you can j- juggle around the rest of the week so that you can catch up some part of that run uh, but if you're missing one every week that might be problematic but if you are missing a run every two to three weeks because of as you said a child sick or a work emergency or, or something that just takes up your time the impact it's going to have on your fitness is so negligible that you don't need to get yourself stressed out about catching it up if your week is fairly easy to juggle or reasonable to juggle after that point, fine. Catch it up on one of the other two rest days that you normally have. Um, but just be, be sensible about it. Okay.
0: Thank you so much. And then the other question I, I wanted to know is, um, I try to run with my watch on oh, with, on watch mode. And sometimes I know one thing I really respect about you if, if, is that you preach to uh, go slower, to get faster. And it really takes a bit of discipline and control to go slower. So sometimes I I catch myself going a bit faster than the prescribed training pace for a training schedule. How do you um, uh, learn uh, to know from your body that you are running at the ultimate training pace for endurance run?
1: Look, it's got to be pretty easy. So you, you do also mention here that you run on your own quite a bit. So obviously, if you, if you're running with someone, the easiest test is to be able to hold a like really robust conversation. So to be able to, um, chat and catch up and talk about what's going on at home and at work. And, you know, so if you can really have a good conversation, you chances are you are running easy enough when you're running on your own. Um, you need to think to yourself, "Would I be able to sing a song to myself now out loud and <laughs> if you if you're breathing too hard that you know singing singing a song would actually be too difficult then then you're probably just a little bit too hard but if you be if you be able to belt out a couple of lines of um any song, then, then, you, then, then you probably run easy enough because then you, you're not breathing too hard.
2: I think, we oh, use, I think we need to start there. We need to get people who are running on their own to be singing songs. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yes.
0: Change neighborhoods, <laughs> definitely.
2: I love that. Cool. Betsy, does that, does that help? Yes, definitely. Cool. It does cool. help. Next, next question.
0: Um, I love that the training sessions is time-based and not kilometer-based. It really it shifts your mind a bit and for planning uh, as well. Um, I would just like to know because the two oceans has been my my furthest uh, uh, run as yet and I, I ran six hours, 21 minutes, but now with comrades, <laughs> it's a bit more. So what what will I be thinking about the last six hours? Just because everybody keeps on telling me from 60k's onwards, your mind is going to start playing tricks on you, and it's difficult to imagine what your mind will be telling you. So just to add that, to a, a, just what what do you put in your mind when your mind wants to tell you to stop? <laughs> I'm a bit scared about that, John.
1: So there there, there are two tricks that I try and employ deep in a race, and one of them is much easier than the other for the part of the the, the, the race that I run in, but in your part of the race where you run, I, I think it will be more manageable. And then there's a, a, a third little one that I'll, that I'll also give you. But the, the first one is that once you get into, you know, you are through those six, seven hours, is not to think much further than the next watering station, okay? okay? So you literally just break the race and you don't, you do not think about how far you have got left to go, because that's when the gremlins, the gremlins start to, to get born, when you start <laughs> to think about where or how long do I, I have to go? You know, I, I, my very first comrades, I, I can so clearly remember getting to 50 kilometers, and thinking to myself, wow, 50 kilometers, that didn't feel so bad. And then I did the next thing, which was ridiculous, which was to go 39 k's left, I've got a marathon left to run. And that, for me, that was just too much to process, and I literally battled all the way to the finish, because mentally that that was too much. Hmm. So what I learned out of that was, you don't think about how much you've got left to go. You only think about getting yourself to the next water point okay so that's the one trick the other trick that that works and as I said in your where you'll be running in the field it'll work even better is to you either tell someone else a really long story or you try to find people that will tell you really long stories so that you can you know if, if someone tells a story that lo- that lasts 15 to 20 minutes that's two to three kilometers that you actually don't really think much about you just be completely focusing on, on, on something else. So storytelling is is a is a tactic that my friends and I use. But in comrades, often we we've been separated and it's and it's a little bit lonely. And then the third thing is that if you started out, run your own race, everything's gone reasonably according to plan. Then in those last 20 kilometers, that for me is when. The ideal time is to latch onto one of the comrades pace, pacing buses, mm. so that someone else can do the thinking for you. Someone else will do the singing for you, um, mm. and that will really just play as a as a big distractor and keep you your mind off the things that it shouldn't be on, and keep your mind on the things that it should be on. Oh,
0: perfect. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for doing that, and then. Um, another question i i was supposed to do my long long run last weekend but with um little ones being sick um and i I actually wanted to do it with the the wally hayward but it was too close to two oceans i still haven't done my last comrades long run so now i'm thinking um what's the pros and the cons Um, should i still try to do it tomorrow or should I rather leave it? Um, yeah, what what would you recommend?
1: No, look, I think from here on in, a, a more moderate approach is absolutely fine. There's no, there isn't, there isn't a, a a good physiological or physical reason for doing another long run after having done two oceans. All these things we're essentially doing for our our head. So I would, from over the next two weekends. 30 to 36 kilometers absolutely are far enough, Um, and you know with everything that's going on at home, I would venture and say that 30 kilometers is absolutely enough. It'll keep you know you're not you're not going to detrain on 30 kilometers tomorrow and and next weekend, um, and it's going to be far more manageable for you, um, far less stressful. And I think it'll get you to, comrades, with your best chance of being injury-free, healthy, and with fresh legs.
0: Oh, thank you, Lindsay. And then the last question. I can't help, uh, you know, you don't want to meditate. Some some moments you just catch yourself thinking, what if I don't make it? <laughs> Is that normal?
2: <laughs>
1: Look, I, I, I think so. And I think comrades has a good degree of, uh, fear is perhaps too strong a word, but it, 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 it is a fear. It, it causes a lot of anxiety because it's further than most people have run. The uprun has an incredible amount of uprunning, especially in the first 36 kilometers. So, of course, it's normal to dwell on that from time to time. But I think the, the most important thing for you to hold on to is, is what you said to us, kind of just... Before we started offline is that you're feeling quite confident, um, about race day. And that's because you've trained well. So I think whenever those sort of moments come upon you, um, think about the positives, which is how much training that you've done, how comfortably you finished two oceans, um, and rechannel that energy. And on race day, if those thoughts do start to arrive, I can't do it, or I feel like giving up. You've just got to remind yourself that as long as one foot is landing in front of the other and you keep on taking steps towards Peter Maritzburg, you still have a chance of finishing.
2: Ah, yeah, Bessie, Bess, Bess, if, if I can add something in there too, and, and this is coming from experience of my own, where, where I've had a failed attempt at Comrades. And the thing about Comrades is it's not easy. It's going to be one of the toughest things physically and mentally that you've you've you'll do in your life and if it was easy everyone would do it but like Lindsay said you need to take confidence out of your training you've you've done the training to get to this point and on on race day and particularly a race like comrades nothing is guaranteed you you need things to go your way in order to succeed but you need to do everything in your power and the first thing you've done is you've done the training so so you're getting to race day fit and healthy and, and physically in, in good enough position to, to finish the race. And then whatever happens on race day happens. And there's no there's no disgrace in, in having failed at, at a race like Comrades, just getting to the start line is a is a triumph in itself. Particularly for someone if I said to you ten years ago when you weren't running that Betty in twenty nineteen we'd be having this conversation three weeks out from you running Comrades. You probably, you probably would have told me you're crazy, like you need to stop smoking your socks, but you're here. And, and, and you're in the yeah. position where you are physically in prime shape to finish Comrades. And it's a case of, like Lindsay says, on race day, there's going to be times where you're going to want to quit, and that's normal. Everybody goes through that. You're going to go through patches where you feel fantastic and the crowd support's amazing, and you're going to go through patches where you absolutely hate yourself and you're wondering why you're doing this. The good news is those bad patches don't last forever. The bad news is those good patches don't last forever either. You've just <laughs> got to keep moving. And if you keep moving and you, and you take everything in around you and enjoy the experience, you're going to have the most amazing day out regardless of whether you finish or not. And with great risk comes great reward. You're putting yourself out there. You're trying something really difficult. And when you cross that finish line, the reward is amazing. So, yeah, that, that's my two cents worth on it. Mm.
0: Thank you, Brad. Thank you. Great.
1: Cool. Well put.
0: Mm. Thank you, Lindsay. I just want to say it's so awesome to um, be able to um, have uh, be able to be in the presence of people with such uh, I mean the people that you coach and uh, you know be able to get advice and knowledge uh, with your experience thank you for everybody at team um, theory and that the normal folks also <laughs> can tap into that experience and yeah thank you so much I really really enjoyed being part of coach theory forum
2: Oh, Betsy, absolute we love, pleasure. we love having you around and it's an absolute pleasure. And yeah, from, from all of us, Lindsay, I speak for Lindsay and myself. I'm sure we, we, we love what we do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, one of our favorite days is Comrades Race Day and particularly the day after, uh, just seeing all, all the medals and the selfies and the, the pictures of the blisters and the chafing and, and all the hard work over the last sort of 12 months have, have pretty much come to fruition. So, uh, it's an exciting time ahead. Best of luck with the taper and, 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 I know it's tough with three kids to, to stay healthy but yeah fingers crossed that everything goes according to plan the final run in and we can't wait to, to 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 see the celebrations after after Comrades Race Day oh,
0: Thank you so much Brad Thank you Lindsay <laughs>
2: Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and thank you to Lindsay uh, as well as Betsy as well. I hope you enjoyed that call and uh, our winner in our Biogen Journey competition for today, congratulations, goes out to Stephen Joffe. Stephen says he's training for his seventh comrades with his mate who's doing his 30th. That's amazing. Both of them are doing 70.3 in derbs the week before. Why not have fun? Uh, Yeah, Nothing like a little half Ironman to to warm up for comrades, Stephen. Uh, Best of luck for, for both and we'll be in touch. Congratulations. You've won yourself three months access to the coach Perry online training club as well as a biogen hamper and uh, we look forward to seeing how you go in both of those the 70.3 as well as comrades and best of luck to your mate for a triple green man alive that is phenomenal i can't even wrap my head around that wow that's uh, incredible best of luck to the both of you uh, and that's it for today's podcast don't forget the comrades online success seminar coming up uh comrades.com forward slash webinar is where you can register and we look forward to helping you through your race day uh, and we'll also uh, be at the Expo. Make sure you look for the Comrades Coach Stand. Lindsay's going to be there. I'm going to be there, uh, as well as a couple of our other team members. I know Marcus is coming down, uh, as well as Shona. So we'll see you at the Comrades Expo, and really looking forward to that. Until next time, from myself, Brad Brown, and the rest of the team here at Coach Barriott's, cheers.